Hi, I'm Corny Rempel. Today in the Mixed Morning Show, we chatted with Myra Gerbrandt from Steinbeck Community Outreach about how they've been doing during the pandemic. We also shared memories of the late, great Winnipeg Jet, Dale Howarchuk. It's the Mixed Morning Show. From Steinbeck Community Outreach, we are joined by Myra Gerbrandt. Good morning, Myra. Good morning, Corny. So before we get to the details of today's barbecue, um, how have things been going at Steinbeck Community Outreach during the pandemic? That's super weird. (laughs) I believe it. Yeah, so um, the curious thing for us was that we were expecting numbers to explode, and they actually significantly reduced, at least at the drop-in center. So that was really interesting. Um, uh, so a couple of things that we attribute that to is we've been realizing that uh, some of our guests, well, probably quite a few of them, are sort of accessing the CERB money. Yes. Um, and so they don't need our assistance right now because they're, uh, they're having that. Um, and then the other piece of that is we've been realizing as we talk to people how much they value the community aspect of it. And since they can't stay and have coffee and visit, um, it's, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the thing that draws them uh, in many cases. And so they haven't been coming out because they can't stay and, and visit, be part of the community. Which, you know what, in one sense is really sad, but yet it's like, huh, I'm really glad that that means a lot to people, right? So Absolutely. That makes a huge yeah. impact in their life when, uh, and I'm sure for a lot of them, you are you are their only community. Like, you are their circle, right? Yeah. And that circle kind of got closed off. But, but you know, uh, Southeast Helping Hands was experiencing the same things. Their number drop, numbers dropped because people were collecting CERB checks. Well, those yeah. CERB checks yeah. are going to end at the end of the month. Yes, they and are. will most likely not be renewed, and yeah. uh, and then you guys are going to be needed more than ever. Well, and that's exactly right. We're so we're sort of like psychologically, um, you know, enjoying this calm right now, and I think it's the calm before the storm for sure. Like, there's going to be a huge. We're expecting there to be a huge influx influx of need once the serve money is cut off. Um, there'll be, you know, and a lot of them are double dipping. Uh, you know, they're on EIA and serve and so they're going to have to realize oh we have to pay this back and right. we can't pay it back and oh we can't pay our rent and so then they get evicted and then we're going to have more homeless and more people needing food and you know so um we're mentally preparing for what's to come in the next few months yeah sure. there's some people that were definitely just treating it as free money and yeah. uh, and oh, yeah. some taking advantage of the system and unfortunately that will come full circle and when it does yeah. it's going to affect the most financially vulnerable section of our community. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And at the best of times, you know, our guests probably don't really understand how to budget, you know, uh, appropriately. Um, So, yeah, this is, this has not been a helpful time for them, even though right now they might think it is. (laughs) Now, most people are familiar with uh, Steinbeck Community Outreach. Uh, In a nutshell, what would you say that you do for the people in our community? Well, you know, our, our mission statement is that we restore dig- dignity through meeting basic needs, food, clothing, shelter, and community. Um, and so that's, you know, that is it in a nutshell. Um, we, we do a lot of um, helping people at, that are vulnerable and at risk of being homeless um, or not being able to pay their bills and just needing that extra hand up. Um, we can help. So we help with the basic needs, but there's also a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, too, and helping with... Um, 
you know, uh, getting people on social assistance, getting people with helping them with their IDs, with their because unless you have ID, you can't get a medical card, you can't get uh, rent, you can't you know you can't get a place to stay, you can't get this and that. It you know so there's a lot of um, a lot of behind the scenes work that that has to take place for for our most vulnerable guests. Well, it's helping them with life. There's these things that are more than financial. It's just uh, navigating what you all need to uh, to live in this society and some people need that extra help with that and we're so thankful that uh, Stambeck Community Outreach which by the way is a great name because that's exactly what you do and we're very thankful yeah. that you guys are here yeah thank you and I actually love your word navigating that's that's a really great word for what we do we help people navigate life <laughs> yeah. and help them problem solve and yeah well, we're going to hear a lot of stories of helping people navigate their life during the um, Taste of Summer Charity Barbecue today from 11 to 1. We're giving all of the money to Steinbeck Community Outreach. And uh, by the way, is this money geared for something specific or just for your day-to-day operation? Um, it's, you know what? It's day-to-day operations, food, hygiene items, um, keeping our freezer stocked and our shelves stocked, and also going to uh, help with our transition house. So we do uh, run a transition house that's uh, been full, and so we need to keep that running as well. So, yeah. Well, I definitely want to hear more about this transition house. We will do that during the barbecue today at lunch. Thank you, Myra. Sounds great. Thanks, Corny. It's the next morning show. It's the next morning show. It's the next It's the next morning show. We're chatting with uh, Crystal Peters, and uh, of course, Crystal, before we get to uh, chatting about Dale Howardchuck and your memories of him, uh, I guess you've got back to school coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, we're gearing up to uh, figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, especially in the choral department, um, singing is uh, like the, you, you, you project more than when you speak, and so I guess you have to take that into consideration. Yeah, there's just a new study that came out of uh, Colorado at the university, and um, we're working to um, figure that out and see what we can do. Yeah, well, all the best, and we will. Uh, we, we can't wait to hear your stories of how school is going to be uh, coming in the uh, next few weeks. Uh, but let's talk about Dale Howarchuk. Like, I am not a big sports guy, and I know who Dale Howarchuk is. What a legacy yeah. he's left huge legacy yeah he was a big deal in manitoba and the jets huge yeah i remember i saw him once there was a celebrity golf tournament in steinbach and i met stan kubachek and dale howardchuk and i was thrilled as a teenager <laughs> oh that would have been huge yeah yeah so I was, um, tell us your story of dale howardchuk when i just remember it Clear as day, I was in grade three in Kleefeld School, and my teacher, Miss Harvey, came in and she said she had met him in a parking lot, and he had given her some photos and signed some for us, and we had some sort of a competition. I'm not quite sure what or how that worked. I can't remember the details of that, but I didn't win, and I was devastated. I was so upset. I cried on the bus on the way home. I didn't win an autographed photo. And our family was such a big uh, sports, like, I mean, with our three channels on our TV in 1984 or whatever it was. (laughs) And one of them is the French channel. (laughs) One of them was French. And every now and then, if the antenna was good, we'd get Fox from the States. 
Yes, but that's right. We watched. We watched relentlessly. It was always Hockey Night in Canada, and, and that's what we watched on CBC every Saturday. And um, so we watched the Jets, and Howard Chuck was huge, and I just, you know, that was a big deal, and he was the, you know, the, the I don't know if he was the captain at the time, but I think he was the, you know, the, his leading in points and scoring, and he was the forward, and I, it was just so, so sad for me. And so he was always, like, one of my favorites um, as, the, as the years went on, and, and then, you know, they folded, and they came back, and we had tickets now and so it was a big deal and then uh, my husband and I went to a game a a, a few years back and um, we were standing in the lobby and uh, my husband was talking with somebody he knew and uh, this gentleman was standing in that circle and I just kept thinking I know that guy I don't know how or why but he looks so familiar well you're seeing him out of context in, in a lobby. Yeah, out of context, like he's in the lobby at the Jets game. So he, but you know, he's wearing a sports coat, and and I thought, oh, I just I know him. And then my husband leans in and says, "Could I get a photo with you?" And I was like, "Oh my goodness, now I must know him. Like, how? Who is this?" My and my husband didn't say anything to me, and he just said, "Can you take a photo of me, Crystal?" And I was like, "Sure." So I took a photo of him, and then I said. <laughs> Oh my goodness! As I'm taking the photo, I'm like, "This is Dale Howard." <laughs> I was like, "It totally hit me," and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And I was like, "Now it's my turn." So I, I got my husband to take a photo of me as well, and um, it just it took me a while to figure it out because you know it's just out of context. Yeah. And um, and my husband was crushed because as we were checking the photos later, the photos of him were not in the phone, period. They just didn't show up. I don't know where they went. I took them. I saw them. (laughs) So I have a photo, but my husband does not. And he was the one that recognized him and said, uh, let's go take a picture, and then his picture doesn't turn out. In the first place, I know. He was so upset. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how amazing that you got to meet him. Obviously, it had quite an impact when you didn't win that signed picture back in elementary school. And now all these years later, you, you got to oh. meet him. It was just, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, it was just a, an, an honor. He was being recognized that night um, as they were having a, a, a bunch of people in the, in the audience, I guess, in the crowd. Yeah. But, um, oh, it was just, yeah, it was, it was lovely. And he was such a, a sweet guy. Like, he was just so nice. He was, you know, when you meet people, and I always worry that I'm going to, they're not going to be as lovely as I think they are. Right. Because you just get to know their public persona. What are they as a person? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yes. It was, he was just so sweet and just chatted with us for a little while and it was awesome. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your memories of Dale Howardchuck with us. Uh, Gone way too soon. Absolutely. It's, uh, it was really sad to hear that yesterday. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. No problem. It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. We're talking with Bart Zweep. Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Corny. So, quite the shock yesterday hearing the news of Dale Howarchuk passing away. Yeah, we had thought that he had beaten uh, cancer when he finished his chemo a couple of months ago, but I guess the relapse came along, and unfortunately, uh, things didn't go the way all those fans hoped, but he's in a better place now, I guess. Yeah, 57 years old. That is so incredibly young. Yeah. 
Yeah, way too young. But what a legacy he left behind. Let's talk about some of the things that you remember about Dale Howarchuk. You know, the one thing that strikes me is um, the way Dale um, always, he was such a resilient player. You know, he would he would uh, go down with an injury and he'd back come back sooner than anyone thought. But he was always uh, playing both ends of the ring. He was, he was defensive, he was offensive. And, and in a time of um, players uh, playing in, almost in the shadow of players like Gretzky and Messier and Lemieux. It's, it's, he's almost quite often overlooked or underrated. Um, like some of his stats are just incredible. Like, uh, like I said, if he wasn't playing under the shadow of Gretzky, he would have been a Gretzky-like player. Right. Um, nine seasons with the Winnipeg Jets, six of them with a hundred or more points. Um, that's unheard of nowadays. Um, NHL Rookie of the Year, five-time NHL All-Star. He was the first NHL player to a thousand games played before the age of 31. Um, playing for Team Canada, he had uh, two bronzes and a silver at the World Championships, um, two gold medals at the Canada Cup. Everyone remembers in '87 that goal that Lemieux scored on the drop pass from Gretzky, but it all started with a face-off won by Howard Chuck. He was just an incredible player and. Going even further back into his junior years, playing uh, in Cornwall in the QMJHL, he had Memorial Cups, uh, playoff MVPs, uh, QMJHL Player of the Year, CHL Player of the Year. You know, it, it was just incredible. His stats were through the roof. Um, regular season and playoff uh, games, uh, 16 seasons in the NHL, he played 1,285 games and 1,508 points. That's more than a point a game. Wow. That's a pretty good streak. That's incredible. And you got to meet him. Yeah, a few times. My brother-in-law is a big hockey fan. He lives in, in uh, Oakville, Ontario now. Uh, but when we both lived in, in Winnipeg, we would go to the um, Legends games. They never called it old-timers. Oh, yeah. They called it Legends games. <laughs> Gives they, a they, little they, dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Charity games against like the Winnipeg Police Department, and uh, afterwards there was always an autograph signing, and we would we we would get ourselves in there, and and uh, there was quite a few years where I would had conversations with players like Dale or or uh, former Jet, former Islanders, former Oilers. Uh, it was a really interesting evening. Yeah, uh, that's very cool. Well, really appreciate you sharing your memories of Dale Howarchuk, a uh, gone way too soon at fifty-seven years old. He'll always be a Jeff. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bart. Have a great day. You're welcome, Courtney. You too. It's the next morning show.